Amen. We are so grateful to God in so many ways. He has uh, blessed us this weekend. I was like uh, two nights of hearing the gospel story. I should, just, I should just show the video of the city of Bethlehem. I don't have to preach today. But the Lord has a word for us today, and I want to thank God. Um, today is the second Sunday of Advent, and our message today is on the love of Christ. Next Sunday, the message will be through the choir, the joy of Christ. And then on Christmas Eve, which is, happens to be Sunday, we will hear a message from Pastor McNellis on the peace of Christ at the 11 o'clock service. We will have one service in the morning and two in the evening at 7 and 11 p.m. But today is a message from John 3:16 and 17 on the love of Christ. Hear the word of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your presence that is moving in this service. We thank you for blessing us in so many ways to the city of Bethlehem. Uh, Lord, we take a moment also to lift up people that were affected by tornadoes um, in Clarksville, Tennessee, in Hendersonville area and other areas. Lord, we pray that you will be with the people and that you will give them peace and comfort, that you, will, uh, that you are already at work, Lord, um, in, in, in bringing comfort and strength, Lord. So we thank you. And now, Lord, as we spend a few minutes uh, reflecting on your word, God, speak to us, Holy Spirit. Open our hearts and minds, Lord, and touch us in a special way this, this Sunday service. Come, Holy Spirit, help us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So we are in a season of Advent, and Advent is a season, simply said, it is a season to prepare. We are preparing our homes for Christmas. We are preparing, uh, we, some of us may have already decorated our homes with Christmas tree and lights, but really, spiritually speaking, this season of Advent is really preparing our hearts spiritually to encounter Jesus Christ in a special way. And that is my prayer, friends, that as we uh, enjoy our Christmas party and enjoy everything we are doing, that we also remember that we are opening our heart and say, Lord Jesus, this Advent season, we want to experience your love. You see, friends, the, the message of Christmas can be summed up in four words, L-O-V-E, the love of Christ. And that's kind of our focus. And one of the, one of the most powerful scriptures Jesus spoke in the Gospel of Matthew 22, 37 to 39, Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That's the first focus, that we love God. And as we love God, it says this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like, love your neighbor as yourself. As we connect with God during this Advent season, as we connect with the source of love, God will fill us with his love so that we can then share his love with people, which is genuine and real. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. 
but the greatest of this is love. The message of Christmas, what is it about? Number one, message of Christmas is about Savior's love. Message of Christmas is about Savior's love. Who is this Savior? His name is Jesus Christ. Our scripture today says, For God so loved the world. It was not the world who loved God, but God who loved the world. God took the initiative. God sent His Son into the world to save us. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. Friends, this is one of the most powerful seasons to remember that this, this love of God that we experience is a love of a Savior who came to save us, not to leave us in our sin, but to save us, to change us, to fill us with His peace. And that's the focus message of Christmas is about a Savior who shared His love. The Bible says in Matthew 1.21, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because He will save His people from their sins. That's one of the greatest truths of the Christmas story, that God came into this world to save us and gave His life on the cross for us. He, he was born in a manger, but ultimately He went on the cross. And when I think of the cross, I think about the ultimate love of Jesus Christ. Not only for people that know Him, but also for people that have yet to trust in Him, He shows that love. The second thing I want to share today, friends, is that the message of Christmas is not, is not just about a Savior, but about a Savior's love for you and me personally. Jesus was not born only for that time of season where He was born, but He was born even today. His message is relevant even today, and it is personal for you and me. All the, all, as we were doing the city of Bethlehem, as people were coming through the tour, they were encountering Jesus personally. They were coming in groups, they were coming in family, but the message was a personal message to each and every person coming and experiencing. And friends, I know this. If there is anything that you and I need or the world needs so desperately is the genuine love of Jesus. Amen? If there is anything that we desire in our lives, in our family, is the genuine love of Jesus. This is a wonderful season to reflect on the love of Jesus, His sacrifice, His unconditional love. You see, one thing I, I love about Jesus is that He was a man of His Word. He didn't talk about love. He showed us what love is. And He showed that through His, his death on the cross. The Bible says in Romans 5.8, But God demonstrated His own love for us in this. While we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Isn't that powerful? While we were yet sinners, God demonstrated. He, he gave His life so that we may have peace. And because of that, I was, as I was thinking about this message, two songs came to my mind. One of the songs I grew up when I was a young child in India. We used to sing this song, God's Love. And I want to sing it for you. you if you know it, you can sing with me. It goes like this. God's love is so wonderful. Does anybody know that? God's love is so wonderful. God's love 
is so wonderful, oh, wonderful love. Then it says, it's so high, you can't get over it, it's so deep. You can't get under it, it's so wide. You can't get around of it, oh, wonderful love. You can't describe His love. Amen. And then we have this song, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong, they are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Jesus made it so simple and so clear why He came into this world. He came for a sin-sick world. He came for a world that was broken. He came for the world that could not forgive, that could not get out of sin, that could not be delivered from sin. And He came into the messes of our lives. In the depths of our lives, in the ditches of our life, He came into this world so that He could change us, He could touch us, He could walk with us. God's love is so wonderful. You can't describe it. You can't explain it. It's something personal. And that's the power, friends. And Georgetown first, I want to take a moment to thank you. We as a church have experienced God's love in our lives, in our church. And because of that, we have been able to do so many things through our church into the community. I've just been here since June, and, and just some of the things, and I, I don't have everything, but I want to show some pictures, and I want to thank you of how God has loved us, and because of that love, we are able to touch lives. I want to show some slides. The first slide is of our website. When you go on our website, this is our mission, offering the grace and love of Jesus to our community and beyond. Some of the ways we have done that, I want to share with you, and I want to thank you. First of all... Um, we have the angel tree, and as some of you came to the hallway, 81 children will receive gift. Why are we doing this? Because we are spreading the love of Christ. Amen? And I want to thank you, church family, because every gift, it will not just be a physical gift, but it will be a gift when they touch them, they will feel the love of Jesus because of your love. And that's powerful. 81 children in the name of Jesus. Also, uh, we collected 123 Operation Christmas boxes. 123, that's pretty good. It's going to go all over the world. It's not just staying local, but these boxes will be going all over the world. And when the kids receive it, they will receive the love of Christ through our church family. Isn't that powerful? God's love is so wonderful. It's so high, so deep. Thank you, church family. We have a few more slides. Um, in September, we reached over 300 first responders. We gave them a gift bag, and in that gift bag, we had a clinging cross from the Holy Land, and we gave them a prayer cloth. This was in September. And as the months have gone by, once in a while, we receive a picture from the first responders. And they said, we are carrying the cross you gave us in our pockets. We are carrying the prayer cloth behind our, our shield as policemen and sheriff. They are putting it right underneath for protection because of the generosity and the love of Georgetown First. It's powerful, friends, and I want to thank you for that. And then the city of Bethlehem, 
we reached so many people, over 1,600 people. Think about it. That's a lot of people. Why were we doing all we did, sitting in the cold weather? We did it because we love Jesus. And our community desperately needs the love of Jesus. Can you imagine many people going through the tour that were lonely, they were hopeless, they were looking for a peace? It's because of you. And I want to thank you. Because everything we do for Jesus makes an impact for the kingdom of God. We've had people in, in our church who came back a year or two later because they were so touched walking through that tour. I said, i got to come back, Pastor, to that church because I experienced the love of Jesus. Thank you, church family. And lastly, my prayer is this, friend. Not only this Christmas season, but every day of our lives, we need to pray. As John the Baptist was praying this prayer, in Luke 3.60, John answered them, I baptize you with water. This is John the Baptist preaching. But one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and fire. We need a baptism, friends, every day. Lord, this is my prayer. If you can uh, go to the next slide, please. Lord, baptize us to spread your love with our friend and family and friends this season. Lord, baptize us to reach our community with your genuine love. Lord, baptize us for your love for you. Lord, increase our love for you, Jesus. Because the more we are connected with you, the more your love will flow in us and into the people that we come in contact with. May it be so, friends. The Bible says, do everything in love. I, will, I want to share a quick story. I know the time is running out, but I'm going to share this. There's a story told, this is a real story of, of, of a church in Brooklyn, Tabernacle Church. Pastor Simbola, it was an Easter service. They've had three services, packed services. And it comes to the end of the service. And... Uh, in downtown New York, there are, there are a lot of people in need of different things. And, and this man was sitting outside. He was sleeping outside the church. And he was homeless. He didn't have anything. He was in his own feces, alcohol, everything. Bad smell. He heard the choir sing. And he came into the balcony of the church. And as the sermon is going and then the altar call comes, he said, I need to go forward. And he comes. And he's sitting almost five feet down, and, and pastor looks at him, this pastor, Pastor Simla, he looks at him, and he realizes this guy needs money. So he's like, oh, man, it's been, it's been a long three services, and I'm just, I'm just going to give him the money. And this, this guy comes in almost maybe five feet, and his smell was so bad. He'd been laying out in his, in the, in his own urine and feces outside the church. But he heard the choir sing, and he came in. And pastor said, I'm just going to give him a little bit of money. He talked a little bit, and he takes his money, fold out, and he's about to give this man, David Ruffin is his name, true story. He's about to give him the money, and this man said, Pastor, I don't want that money. 
I want to know about this Jesus that you were talking about. And that day, this pastor felt like as if God was saying to him, God said to him, when I look at the world, I think of the smell of sin. And that's why I came. And that's why I gave my son. And both the pastor and this man hugged each other. And the smell suddenly turned into the most beautiful aroma of God's love. He later joined the church. God used him. And on Christmas, he gave the pastor a small handkerchief um, as a gift. That's all he had in a wrapped gift. And the pastor said that was the best gift I had ever received in my life. God's love is so powerful, friends. We're about to experience the communion at this time. It, it humbles me whenever we take the body and blood because it reminds me of the love of Jesus. Amen. May the Lord baptize us this Christmas season. Let us pray. Father, we praise you. We magnify you. May your love come upon us, cleansing and changing us. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen.